keeping it 1,000, You guys see what I'm saying? You can't look for the approval of others. Well, I mean, thank you so much for having me and for, you know, wanting to address this. Speaking of elevating and taking things to the next level. Yeah, I appreciate you for having me, man. I must love, man. She's like, you don't need to brag because other people are going to see what you're doing and they're going to talk for you. This champivation Being a champion is about eternity. Bet on yourself. Howdy, 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 my champions. You're listening to Champ Moore here, the host of Keeping It 1000, the podcast. And I got a special champion guest with me today. Welcome. It's, he's actually the founder of Forever Athlete and the host of a podcast called Athletic, the Athletic Mindset Podcast. Corey Camp. Dave, thanks for having hey, me. Man. I'm yeah. excited to jam out here. Uh, like we said before the show, we're going to be going through a little rebrand of the podcast it's okay. been two years of hosting the athletic mindset and i felt you know it's time for something new so we're a little bit brand cohesiveness going forever athlete radio october 1st okay. october 1st okay it just opens up the door to have some yeah. different conversations on there i already have been doing it but trying to expand <laughs> and, and line and, of the title you know yeah 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 okay dope man well congratulations with that and um why don't you tell the people a little bit, Corey, a little bit of background about yourself and just to give the, the listeners a little bit of knowledge. Yeah, man. Well, for 20 years of my life, I would just say, hey, like I'm Corey Camp, the swimmer, and grew the up swimmer. swimmer. That's yeah. different, right? Yeah. I mean, not a cool like talent to have, I realized. You know, it's when I got out of college swimming, it wasn't like I'm going to be like, yo, go check out how good I am at the swimming thing. <laughs> Like basketball players, you guys got it. Like, you have these hey. cool skills. Soccer players, and you're like, yeah, watch me dribble this. <laughs> no one has any interest in being like, let me go so, watch you swim back and forth really, really fast. So, so should we be expecting you in like another four years and like the Olympics or anything? Or yeah, I mean, the, the running joke with my friends was like through. <laughs> the more I got into all the mindset stuff, I was like. You know, if I really put my head to it, I bet you I can make it to the league, meaning the NFL. <laughs> if I just took a year off of training, like in work, everything, I can I can make it to the league. Man. And they're like, "There's no shot." <laughs> for context, for those listening, I'm five ten, one seventy five. There's no way I'm making it to the league. <laughs> Man, you what? What really? That I guess swimmers, you guys are like lean, so that that kind of that makes sense then. Oh, okay. hundred percent. I would. Right now, I'm 20 pounds heavier than I was when I was, like, competing in college. Okay. I was a distance swimmer, so I had to be this lean, skinny dude. Mm -hmm. Like, I wouldn't say no muscle on me, but very, very little yeah, muscle yeah, on yeah. me. Not an ounce of fat on my body. Did, did you do uh, all the hair, like, shaving the hair and all oh, that, too? I had some very regrettable buzz cuts growing yeah, up. Yeah. And then when it was long, it was, like, white. My hair was white because of all the chlorine. <laughs> So, yeah, man. You are like, like, like Stone Cold or something? Like, were you just, like... <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Something like that. But, yeah, it's... Um, I mean, that was my life for the longest time. And then when... So, swimming ended for me on kind of a sour note. Like, mm. I... My last race in college was slower than I was my junior year of high school. Mm. And I had a really award-filled college career. So, to kind of go out on yeah. that kind of note... It's like the one better. thing every yeah. athlete doesn't want, right? Mm -hmm. We all want to ride off in the sunset and be like, yeah, 
I won a title in my last game out. It's pretty cool. Dude, no, seriously? Okay. And, and, and I'm, I'm saying this real quick not to cut you off, but it's yeah. funny. My last ever football game, it was a playoff game. And I played, I played like outside linebacker. And so literally it's one of those where the QB can either hand it off or keep it. And I'm supposed to read them. Yeah. And I was so pissed that we were losing last game. I just ran after wherever, and then the quarterback pulled around and scored on me. And that's my last play too. So don't don't. I, like, yeah, I never did that my whole career. So I think that's funny that like it still stings a little bit, even though you're 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 past it. There's but, some pain in that, right? Yeah. When you're like, oh, I know I'm more disciplined than that. Uh huh. Yeah. I. I joke my so my last race was the mile, the sixteen fifty. Yeah, I don't know. How and you do that's that. like a, for context, that's about a fifteen, fifteen and a half minute like consecutive long race. Yeah. And I was like, this is the worst freaking race to end your career on because you want to have the adrenaline. Yeah. I could have lived with like, yo, I went out really fast and it was a hundred or two hundred mm-hmm. sprint and whatever it happened. But like I had to rely on the discipline to not do that. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I, I knew right away when I dove in, like, a few strokes into that race that just something was, was off that day. Yeah. And then you get start to get in your head. You open up that door. You just think to yourself, like, damn it. Like, really? <laughs> it has to be off today? Like, it's yeah, the last yeah. one. Like, can't things click? So in that, I mean, it took me a while to process that. I was definitely between that and then my original career plan was uh physical therapy school yeah and within the span of about two weeks i had that started off my month and then two weeks later i got all the rejection letters from all the pt schools that i applied to i just remember sitting in my house in college senior year went from this like high level swimmer to all of a sudden i'm like what like who am mm-hmm. I what am I I don't yeah. where's the career path yeah. I was always the guy that my friends looked to and I had it figured out and suddenly I like didn't have it figured out and that like crushed me I yeah. just so so is that would you say that's kind of where the um forever athlete kind of started where where you got the the inspiration from a little bit I wish it was that quick yeah yeah <laughs> it sure. was it was definitely, like, it took me about three, three and a half years until I even got to that, like, notion mm-hmm. of, well, what if I... Y'all hear that? Some things take time. <laughs> sometimes you have the idea, it's there, but sometimes it takes something to push you and it, you don't get it overnight. So, I, I like you saying that. So Yeah, yeah man. I, I wish I... Again, I was always that mm-hmm. guy. I felt like I was always that guy that people could turn to and be like, oh, Corey's got it figured out, like... Even in high school, like my senior year, I did a half-day schedule so I could focus on swimming and had an internship at a PT clinic Yeah. because I knew like, I'm going to go and be a swimmer in college at a, at a D1 level and I'm going to go PT career route. Yeah. So to kind of have that track in mind <laughs> for five, six yeah. years and then it doesn't work out and then on top of it, like the 18 plus years of identifying as a swimmer, it's like, what the heck? Really where Forever Athlete came from was after that point in time, I just felt like this disconnect with, one, a lot of people around me, mm-hmm. and two, a disconnect with myself because I just kept telling myself, like, I'm this NARP now, I'm this former athlete, I'm washed up, and that just, like, didn't sit with me really mm-hmm. well. 
Uh, it wasn't really until, honestly, like early 2020 that I started to really shift and start joking right about, the pandemic, I want to yeah. go to the league with this mindset and like do yeah. all these things. And it's manifested in other stuff. Um, I've run two solo marathons now, just on a whim Saturday morning both times like yeah you got something up wrong huh? like, Let's, <laughs> yeah something's <laughs> no, out there. but uh, <laughs> those kind of things I started shifting how, my outlook and my perspective on just the stuff around me and I was like why I started to question the societal like pressure of like mm-hmm. and where you're at comparison yeah, of course when people are yeah. telling you like yeah, yeah, oh yeah. man that sucks you're a washed up football player you're washed up swimmer you're like you should be but doing I don't this, feel maybe. that yeah. okay yeah <laughs> I'm yeah. 20 25 26 like I, I want to be moving where man no lie whenever I do auditions um I say they because sometimes they'll ask you your age yeah. when you're slating who and I'm like yo I'm champ more I'm 27 years young and then I and, and, and then they get that laugh yeah. like 20 and I was just like I'm in my prime like like I'm a I, I joke I'm a 1994 running like a 2013 <laughs> like what y'all talking about um but no, no, no. I love that you said that. And I actually wanted to, to go back to that and ask you, like, because we had such structured lives with um, being athletes and people don't understand, like, sure, we have the freedom, like we're not enslaved to it, but we kind of have somebody telling us, hey, we're going to be here at this time, practicing this time, doing this, yada, yada. So for those people who might be struggling with that structure yeah. of something, um, do you have any like good words for them as far as, you know, how to, I don't want to say get out of that mode of like feeling lost, but a way of regaining your way of direction with, do, do you yeah, know what I'm kind of no, asking? 100%. Okay, okay. I, I laugh all the time when I was going through the job interview process post-grad uh-huh. and they were like, oh, college athlete, swimmer. You got time management, don't you? Um, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like you really don't know how college athletics works, do you? Like, I don't know how to manage <laughs> myself. I don't know how to manage time. Yeah. I was just doing as I was told, showing up at the pool at five thirty in the morning, and whatever the coach told me to do for two hours, I did it. And then my academic advisor set my class schedule for me. So then mm-hmm. I just showed up at the like the right where, where lecture you're needed. <laughs> yeah it was like it was a good day if i showed up to all my classes practice yeah and <laughs> yeah yeah so when they were telling me yeah you got these good time management skills i was like sure I? Yeah. I like i managed four hours of my day that i was like awake mm-hmm. and didn't have things pre-programmed sure. for me and then i had this like aha moment a few years into it and i was like what if what if that's the missing link and as I started to look into diving into a lot of like flow state research, which is the psychology behind being in the zone of like game day and mm-hmm. performance, it's actually bred through structure. And like we have to have a good amount of structure in place to allow us this like freedom to flow and operate to our best abilities. So I started to, if you heard the joke that like the worst thing for athletes to have is, uh, free time on our hands Dude, it's so we just true. don't know what to do it's, with it it's so true so i started i started blocking out my calendar and getting really really clear on what is it i'm gonna do during these time blocks and it was amazing what that just did to mm-hmm. just my overall productivity yeah my sense of feeling like me again because 
athletes, what I realized... You got it like an Excel sheet? Yeah. Okay. Literally. Like, if you look at my calendar, it's like... I, I figured so. It's yeah. pretty blocked out. There's even... I blocked out free time in there, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the way my brain works. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I learned and what I really notice and really connect with, we don't have a work ethic problem. It's not like we're lazy. But if we don't have a sense of direction and understand what we're working towards, we question it and we're like, why would I do this? Mm-hmm. It's like playing for a coach that you don't align with mm-hmm. and you start to quite, you start to do things and act in ways Undisciplined. that yeah, you're yeah. like, mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. And I, we see that in the professional world all the time. Like yeah. When you don't align with your company's vision or your the bosses mm-hmm. and there's like that cohesiveness, it's not that you don't know how to work hard it's not that you're lazy you're just out of alignment for a second and i love that you said that just because like um dude it's so true about the free time thing where me personally i of course we had a lot of i'll say free time in quotes air quotes here with the pandemic and i think that that's why i wanted to have you on too is because like a lot of people that weren't athletes and, and lose that too and it's just like how are some ways that i can get back to like my my daily routine of whatever and, and i think routines are okay yeah. i used to hate them because you feel like robotic yeah but you can mix it up with what you got going but i love that you have an excel sheet because that just shows like the organization skills that you have and how you're able to apply that is because it's easy to make it yeah it's 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 hard to live it once you once you got it written down and you're yeah, yeah. i'll go through a, a game changer for people okay. listening in this is a, a practice i walk my clients through as well it's i call it you got your like weekly scouting report that's why yeah. I, lo- I love sundays it's my scouting report days where i'm watching film i'm looking back on like what did i do yeah especially now being a an entrepreneur founder like running my own thing there's no boss telling me like, yo, we need you to hit these numbers this week. Uh It's all, it's all falling on me. So on Sundays spending about an hour of like, all right, like let's look back at what did I accomplish last week? What didn't Mm. get done? What let's reprioritize and let's put that into, you know, the week coming up Mm -hmm. and then I'll block out work blocks during my Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and in those work blocks, I'll get really, really detailed as to like what needs to actually happen there. So if I'm releasing two podcasts a week now, it's like I need to make sure that those are recorded, those are edited, the graphics, the show notes, like all that fun stuff that goes into yeah. producing a show, mm-hmm. that needs to be blocked in there. But then we're kind of leveraging Parkinson's law in the sense of we the tasks we have in front of us are going to take however long we allow time sure. for it. So mm-hmm. by being realistic with how much work you can get done in a certain hour, but putting it in this like box constraint in your calendar, you're going to be more productive that way. And then from like your weekly scouting report going into almost like this daily debrief at the okay. end of each day, I'll go through around like 6 p.m., look at everything that I did that day, reassess like what do I have tomorrow? kind of adjust as I go so that I'm staying flexible and it's not it's allowing me to stay in flow rather than saying like super super structured and if I fall off then I can't adjust in that moment so do you with your um 
like your itinerary and how you have everything set, do you do anything that is um, like I like I have friends, no lie, who will take like 15 minutes to I don't want to say like yoga because I feel like that's the easy, but like yeah. something crazy, like dancing for a little bit or just like, you know, we're at a park right now, like go shoot some hoops for a little bit and just yeah. like free your mind. What what do you do or could you give some of the listeners as a quick like break Yeah. when you're not so you're just not locked into that for so long and, forever? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's there's upper limits, right? To yeah. Like how long we can cognitively be so locked in to yeah. Yeah. the task. Mm-hmm. So I love that you point that out because understanding flow real quick, we need, there's four parts of the cycle. We have a uh, struggle phase at first where we really need to like learn mm-hmm. what the task is at hand and we need to struggle up to a point of like frustration. And then we have that release <laughs> phase in there yeah. where we, we yeah, take yeah, that yeah. step away because how many times that's one of the things athletes really struggle with because mm-hmm. we want to just keep putting our nose closer to the grindstone and like keep pounding it out yep that's but all even, we know yeah yep. i love this this uh analogy like even diamonds become dust and they, they lose all of their value mm-hmm. if we just keep grinding them down and down so we need that release and then we have flow and then we have recovery and we can repeat that cycle understanding that my go-to release always comes after like a really deep work block where i was like really struggling mm-hmm. with something towards the end trying to learn something new then i'm going to go out for a walk and it's going to sound crazy in this day and age without headphones, without my phone. <laughs> like I'm going to leave that in the house yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. just going to like tap into what's around me for a second. A little bit of nature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that lack of that lack of stimulation. That's mm-hmm. my brain, like worlds of good. Yeah. That's, that's no, I love that. Dude, no, I love that. No, 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 no. <laughs> and mental health is huge too with athletes. And like, I, I actually want to touch in with that too, real quick. Um, but yeah, with, with, um, kind of with like mental health and of course people don't understand who aren't athletes like the toll it takes with having to um study and go to practice and then try to have a social life and then like because you could you really like the times of having a social life or not only say after hours but the hours that you know, you could be, I don't want to say sleep either, but just, you know how it is. Yeah. There's so much going on in a day and you get up at 5 a.m., you work out, you go to class from this time to this time, then you practice, then you watch film. Then you, do, do you guys watch a lot of film with swimming? No. Okay. I'm kind of glad for it. <laughs> I, when you said that earlier, I'm like, hold on. Do they, do they watch? There is, there's a few times where we would, uh, we'd get the underwater cam out and like really oh, get into dope. stuff yeah. but that wasn't yeah it's not really yeah is it more for like fun yeah and, more okay. for i mean we're looking at like the biomechanics and the technique behind it gotcha. and then we would do like us our meets were fr- saturday morning typically so we would do a friday night like go through the roster of the other team and just kind of look at their trending stats of like how they've been performing lately and Mm -hmm. see kind of the film study of that we could expect but it was it's not to the level of football where we're breaking down plays yeah coverages and looks yeah football's a different like dude i love football but i hated football and like people (laughs) were like what do you mean i'm like man you'd have a meeting about having a meeting about a meeting you had yesterday like like no lie you're just like do you remember when you guys had practice here you got that red dot out and they're like yeah look at you on this play more you didn't angle here yada yada i'm like bro I, okay like 
<laughs> I remember that I did that wrong. But uh, but what I was thanks for reminding <laughs> me. <laughs> I hate it, film. Um, but no, what I was gonna say is uh, with with like mentals. Is there anything too that you can add? Um, and ways of just kind of, kind of like you, you, you said it more with your itinerary, like that you go for walks, but anything else that you do for your mentals as well with um, just trying to like ground yourself back into like, you know, that's into. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's intentional breaks from stimulation. What I, it took me a while to really realize like canceling plans doesn't make you antisocial. Like that just means you're you're honoring your boundaries and your intuition mm, of like mm. what you need. Um, yesterday was a perfect example. Like I had some plans. Yeah. And I just like was feeling drained and not up for it. I was yeah. like, you know, I hate to be that guy, but I'm gonna cancel <laughs> I'll these be things. Because I mean, I think athletes really struggle with that, right? Mm-hmm. Like we know our word and what our word means so for us to go back on it it's almost more painful than to show up and And go through the motions (laughs) you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so like to really get okay with that practice and then the other thing that i've been doing is just like starting my morning first hour no phone at all like i've reverted back to the old like the og old school alarm clock so I don't even pick up my phone from the start. Nice. And then the last two hours of my day, no phone as well. And then on the weekends, trying to increase that amount of time where I'm off of the device yeah. altogether, getting away from the screen time as much as possible. Yeah. And that, I mean, it's great for your mental health. It also resets your dopamine baseline in your brain so that little trivial things become actually more exciting again Mm -hmm. and that's kind of where a lot of our problems lie is that we're so dopamine driven by our phone that yeah instagram looks way more appealing than the work that we have to do Mm -hmm. (laughs) today so we can get proactive and kind of get after these resets our work can actually be more enticing than the instagram check I, it's a wild concept. No, I love that you say <laughs> that, though, because, like, I've become that guy. Like, I was in San Diego recently, and um, I low-key, like, didn't take pictures of anything. Yeah. I just, like, was sinking in the, the moment of what was around me and looking over, like, the water, the sunset. And it's crazy because, like, I was mad, like, dang, I didn't really get, you know. The, Your followers aren't going to know it, you had a cool life, dude. <laughs> Hey, I'm dope and I do dope things. No, Uh, but in truth, that is what it is. And I just kind of felt to myself, I was just like, I just needed this for me, you know? And like, sometimes you, you, we forget that in like the instant gratification of social media and other platforms makes us think what we think we want. And so I love you saying that, man. I, I had the same same experience on my drive i drove out here from the east coast in january yeah. with my mm-hmm. dad we did a two-week road trip and it was great because it was probably the most time that i've been able to spend like consecutively with him in my adult life um, yeah. and it's this constant that's the one thing i really struggle with as a creator is how am i capturing these moments to share but more importantly, how am I capturing them for me to actually mm-hmm. remember and create this experience? And it was like, I looked back, I was like, wow, for two weeks, 
and we went to see like some of the most scenic places in the yeah, country. Absolutely. I don't have a lot of content. Yeah. And for a part of me was like mad at myself. I was like, well, when am I ever going to get back to those places again? Yeah. And how am I ever going to recreate that shot? It's like, who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to it. experience it at a deeper level with my dad. And that's a more important relationship mm-hmm. in my life than any relationship I'll have with anyone on social media. Yeah, that's big, man. And that, that self-awareness, that's huge. Um, I love that. Do you have, because you, you know, you're an intelligent dude and you over here just <laughs> speaking. He ain't got no book in front of him, y'all. He ain't got nothing. And he out here just spitting facts. Can you, you want to leave us with a, a a quote or something great that you have? I feel like you're a man of quotes, are Big you? quote guy. I, um, it just, it, something just hit me like you might be. But if you're yeah. not, I don't want to put that pressure on you. Um, I'll do one of my own, actually. Okay, for... I would love that. So I have an upcoming book coming out at the end of October, early November, called Forever Athlete, How to Tap into Your True Identity Daily. Mm-hmm. It's a co-author book project with 17 other athletes from different walks of life. And we explore identity in there. And one of the things that's really helped me get okay with what I'm doing, post-grad, post-swim, post-sports, yeah. is this quote of, what we do shouldn't define us, but it should be an expression of who we are. Mm. Hey, you, I'm a, all right. So my, my, my listeners are going to love this real quick. So I don't know if you're a huge Batman fan. Are you, I, it's, I don't watch it all the time, okay. but I mean, dark Knight, <laughs> fantastic. The one before Batman begins, Batman has a line that says, it's not who I am underneath but it's what I do that defines me. And then you just reminded me of that. So that's funny. Um, dope, man. Corey, do you want to give the people just where they can kind of, um, you know, stay in contact with you on, I know we were just talking about how we're not on socials like that much, but if you got the Instagram, <laughs> the Facebook, whatever, YouTube, just how they can kind of keep in contact with what I'm, you're doing. I'm on the social medias. I'm okay. intentional when I'm on there. Um, at Corey Camp on Instagram. Website's Forever Athlete LA. Dot com mm-hmm. uh, a lot of cool stuff there merch book will be out there um what, the, when, when when does the the book come out do you know end of october early november okay so you got your pot you got the rebranding on your podcast yeah, at the beginning on some big things man. and then the I'm book excited. at the end okay yes sir cool <laughs> so forever athlete la.com and email is cory at forever athlete la.com shoot me a note Okay. As we connected, I love to connect with yeah. people. So. Yeah, you do. You do. That's dope, man. Well, thank you for coming on to the podcast, man. I appreciate you. So, thank you for this lovely Sunday morning. This is yeah. I can't think of a better way to spend it. It's dope, man. Well, everybody, you heard it here first. Corey Camp, keeping it one thousand. I'm your host, Champ Moore, and I approve this podcast. <laughs>